0: Welcome to Master the Hobby Table. I'm your host Blake here with my wonderful co host Obi. How the fuck you doing, brother? Hmm, very good, very good. How are you? Oh, mate, you know me. Fucking top hole, brother. Top hole. Top hole? T- don't take like... for that what you will. Well. <laughs> nah, no, I'm great, dude. I'm good. <laughs> good. I'm good. What's been going on?
1: Oh, dude! I've had a, a stellar night out yesterday with the missus, so um. Uh... Oh,
0: actually, I think you have a story to tell us later too, which I think is yeah. quite entertaining. Yeah. Um, but first, before we get into all the juicy fun of this episode, I think we should talk about the fact that we're we are celebrating our first birthday as a podcast. Hell oh, yeah! Which is insane. I, I didn't think we'd get past five episodes, let alone be, you know, up to yeah. a year. That's yeah. fucking... Doesn't feel real.
1: The missus was like, oh, it's been a year already? What? <laughs> yeah. that's that wild, just... man. Um, like, no, it must have been so like it's... six months. You're mistaken, right? Uh, nope.
0: <laughs> right? It's wild. And, um... Yeah, I, I think that... With that year, we've had a lot of firsts that have happened, yeah. and I think it's a mad time to reflect on that, and a lot of our firsts as hobbyists. Just is a bit of a fun celebration episode. And we have a little something special for our uh, listeners towards the end, so yeah. stay uh, tuned for that.
1: <laughs> mundo.
0: Yeah, sweet. Um, so what have you been up to, Obi? Hobby-wise, let's bring on on.
1: Bro, I have I have been working on something for you. It's not built ready yet. The big things are there. I know
0: there's dinosaurs involved. I saw that. (laughs) You can't lie to me.
1: (laughs) I'm not saying a single word. But You can't lie to me. It's it's gonna be good. It's it's gonna be a real big mini. It's like bigger than a red another redemptor, so holy fuck. Yeah. So uh We
0: should call him Thickosaurus. <laughs>
1: Thickosaurus
0: Rex. <Ricks. laughs> yes. I love it. I love yeah. it. Oh I'm uh, very, I'm very excited to see what that is.
1: Yeah. Besides that, I have started painting custodies. Uh so uh there's Ten guys on my desk right now to play the paint. What so, coincidence!
0: I have a heap of custodians on my desk. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've uh, I've only started doing the base colors because I've been doing a little bits here and there, but uh, it's it's slow going. It's it's my first time batch painting again in a long time, so
0: Oh, bro never batch paint. That <laughs> <Batch> kind <laughs> <paint is laughs> sucks. Especially but I got through the gold
1: trim, it? so it's fine. Especially like,
0: something as important as the like, is Each one should be a work of art from the Emperor yeah. so. himself. <laughs> yeah. How could you do this to the emperor's finest?
1: Yeah, I got Trajan in there too, so I'm gonna put a little bit extra time on that guy, so Oh yeah. It'll be good.
0: How, how did your how's your model car going? Just uh, a quick follow up from last episode.
1: Still in pieces not painted yet. But soon.
0: Yeah. I um I was playing with the wheel on mine and broke the wheel off. Oh so now I have to re glue stuff. Um Yeah.
1: (laughs) I have Uh, however been talking to one of our good buddies, Sam, who lives over in Oh
0: yes, friend of the show, Mr. Ursatz.
1: Yeah, yeah. Been a guest on the show from episode four. Um
0: Yeah, very good friend of the show.
1: Exactly, so, and we've kind of been doing, like, a counter deal, like, he he ordered some stuff from Europe that I'm gonna send to him, and he will send me a, uh, Tamiya kit with, like, custom wheels, so it'll it, yeah. be cool.
0: Nice, nice. Sam's, uh, Sam is unbelievably good value as a person.
1: Right, like, uh, uh, he, he even, he even got me, like, a gift, too, like, uh, uh rwb car that is going to get nakai-san to sign for me so yeah i'm like (laughs) mind is that's cool as
0: hell man yeah
1: yeah i hope it works out so we'll see what that when when that will show up it's gonna be cool as fuck
0: yeah wow that's insane yeah man sam's great i talked to him quite a lot like outside of the discord just like hey bro look at my new fish you know or yeah. whatever like cause he likes and cars and that's just my sort of dude so yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> yeah it's cool it's but, cool yeah
1: cool anyway what have awesome. you been up to in other hobbies
0: um haven't painted any Warhammer um I did fix up those custodians and they're all pretty much ready to go um but been working on that the uh model car kit I got a mm-hmm. bit. Um, I repainted it. Oh, like, I went over it with a, uh, nail buffer. Like, mm-hmm. all the way over. Buffed it down. Got shiny. Gave it another coat of the red. Um, I think where I'm at, gonna get some Tamiya polishing compound. They actually do it in little tubes. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna hit it with that and, uh, use my Dremel to polish it. Oh, yeah. I have a rotary tool. So I'm gonna get it, like, nice and high gloss and then, I think, go again and just mm. see how we go. Um... My other car did arrive, so this one's very much just up. Uh, okay, let's learn how this is done. Yeah. You know, it's all a learning curve, I don't expect to step in and be the best fucking model car guy in the world, so. No. It's, I uh, think what you could do though.
1: is, instead of using the rotary tool, I think it would be more than enough to just like take a microfiber cloth and just, you know, rub it, because it's such a small surface area.
0: maybe. Maybe. But I think uh the guy I was watching on YouTube definitely used a rotary tool. Okay. Right. Um, I was like, yeah, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Uh but yeah, so been doing that. Um other than that, man, general tooling around the fish tank sort of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I got Did I talk about the new fish I got last time? I don't remember.
1: You didn't tell us on the show, but you showed me
0: a picture. Oh. On the show. Excellent. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Um, I picked up some for my big cichlid tank that my Oscars were in. I just had that one chocolate cichlid left who's, like, big chungus. His name's Vulcan. <laughs> um, Vulcan lives. Um, yeah. <laughs> so a few weeks ago, I bought some strawberry leperinus that I told you guys about. You know, <laughs> the uh, leperinuses, if you recall. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got those, but then I went to the fish store the other day and I picked up a fish called a neon blue Akara, who we've named ne- Neptune because it's just this gorgeous blue like the Neptune the planet. Uh, yeah. Um, and I got these other three fish. they're like they're called Earth eaters or geophages, mm-hmm. and they're three they look identical, so we've named them Ed Ed and Eddie uh, uh, man. which I think is glorious. so. Yeah, they're in there, and they've put on, no joke, man, they've been in the six-foot tank for about a week, and they've put on probably half a centimetre in size. Just because yeah. they've gone from, like, little display tanks at the fish store to a six-foot tank. Mm. So they're like, oh, Chungus! You know? <laughs> so, yeah, and it's really good because all of the fish are out and about now. Yeah. Um, Big Chungus is still, like, Big Chungus, the uh, the chocolate sealer, he still hides a lot. But that's his personality. But he will actually come out and swim now as well, because the whole tank's like this mad little community. So it's real cool. Yeah, that's cool fuck. I'm very happy with it. Hell so well. yeah, uh, that's bringing it on. Um, I'm setting up. I have another spare foot six uh, four foot tank that I'm about to set up as like a quarantine slash hospital tank and that sort of thing. And possibly even a grow out. So like, if I buy a fish that's a bit too small to go in with the other guys for a little while, they can stay in there for a couple of months till they get a bit bigger, and then they can go in instead of getting smashed and eaten.
1: Yeah. Yeah, those sad days when they get eaten.
0: Yeah, Uh, it hasn't happened to me in many, many years. Yeah. Like my fish beat each other up sometimes, and like occasionally you lose one, especially with the African cichlids, but. Mm. It's been a very long time since I bought a fish, put it in the tank, and then it was missing the next day. Uh. <laughs> you know? That happened to me back, um, gee, it was one of my Oscars that happened, I was a younger guy, and, um, one of my friends was like, we need to get this silver shark, you know, the little silver sharks? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think it'll last in that tank, and they're like, no, no, it'll be fine, it'll be fine, so we bought the silver shark, silver shark didn't make it mm. to the next day, we woke yeah. up, it was gone. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I told you. <laughs>
1: Nobody anyway, is.
0: yes, that's what I've been up to, man. Um, Hell yeah. Lots of busy stuff. Um, Lots of plans, you know. Lots of plans, as always. Uh, but it's been my first week back at work, too, so I've sort of just been dealing with the rigors of that. Mm. Back to the grind. You Lovely. Know? As yeah. you said, I just got to remember how much it sucks to move on with it. Exactly. Like,. Being at home is probably
1: like the best thing you can you can have, I feel like. Oh. So and then when you return to work it's like, oh my lord, why I can so work
0: from home. Like <laughs> just be in my fucking pyjamas all day or whatever. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Oh,
0: hobbies aside, it was actually my birthday recently too. Mm. Um, and I had an epic epic barbecue mm. and it was amazing uh there is a picture of me actually wearing pants playing guitar yeah. on the discord I, yeah. i'll have you know i have two bottles of rum in at that point <laughs> like i couldn't even hold the guitar i was that slosh, but there i am with pants on it does happen sometimes yeah and uh no nah, it was great like some of the guys on the discord who are like my friends in you know irl they like, popped in like mikey bought this brisket Mm, man, that guy so needs to good. enter professional competitions for cooking brisket. Like it, it's unlike anything in this world. <laughs> you would not believe how good that brisket is.
1: Yeah, it's a shame that that we live so far apart because it would have been such a rad party to be at. Bro,
0: man, I didn't even vomit on myself this year. I was very proud. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've gr- I've been chewing since last year. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That, wouldn't, that would take only like half a bottle of rum for me to vomit. So it's, uh...
0: <laughs> well, I was like, nah, nah, I'm just going to have a nice easy time this year. No one buy me alcohol. So I I bought myself one you know, 700ml bottle of rum, because I was like, yeah, I could do that. That's a normal, mm. no, that's not me too slosh. And then, who rocks in the door, big can macker with the 700ml of rum. <laughs> he's like, here you go, man. And maybe me, me, I get through the first one, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm out of rum. Oh, I better go open the next bottle." Of course, I mm-hmm. find it. <sighs> but it was great. Good feeds. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's nice. Anyway, well, that's enough talking fun. from me. Over, you can say some things.
1: Yeah, well, it's uh, it's our podcast birthday. Like, it's pretty much on the spot. Like a year ago that we released our first episode. Before we like announced it on uh, Lorehammer, yeah. So um, let's uh, let's take some time to celebrate our our time together, uh, go over what we've been through, talk about our first things like, yeah. We can because most it off.
0: podcasts don't make it past the seventh episode, do they?
1: Yeah, some it's it's the break point around seven. And seven
0: funnily episodes. enough, actually, I remember us having quite a lot of uh. Uh, turmoil around episode 7 too. Yeah. Like yeah. around that period. So exactly. we survived that, but we still kick ass.
1: Yeah, we're pushing on. So let's right. kick it off with the first one. What was your first hobby, Blake? Let's go.
0: Um, Like every child, my first hobby was playing video games, man. um, You know, the Super Nintendo, the Game Boy Color, um, and I think we had an Atari... When I was real little, but I wouldn't say that it was a hobby. It was just a thing I was vaguely aware of. I think my hands mm. were still basically potatoes at that point. <laughs> so I just didn't bother. I was like, oh, pixels go boo. But yeah. the Super Nintendo, that was where I really stepped into it. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> same, same?
1: Um... I would say there was a couple of different things there. Like, it was around the same area where I started masturbating, so... uh so i must have been when you were six
0: holy shit you're like a jackrabbit
1: oh man if you only knew how early (laughs) (laughs) mom please don't listen to this (laughs) (laughs) it's okay my mom listens (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i think skateboarding would have been mine my first one okay Uh,
2: okay
1: uh like yeah, around eleven, something like that. Yeah, uh, well, of course, I I had like a Game Boy before as well, but I don't really count gaming as a hobby. So uh,
0: you, I count that as a hobby. You were you were catching Pokemon, mate. That was your hobby. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> catching Pokemon. Yeah. What was your
0: What was your first hobby that wasn't gaming? You already answered that. That was uh, skateboarding, right? Yeah,
1: I think skateboarding was definitely one of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely skateboarding.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, for me, like, I never got into skateboarding or bike riding at that age as, like, a, mm. a hobby side of thing. It was more so a mode of transport, you know? Oh, yeah. So I was like, I didn't do it because I enjoyed it. In fact, I quite bemoaned it, you know? It's <laughs> too bright outside, there's lots of creatures. To <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, Scary times in Australia, but... Mine was actually, I would say, probably fish, t- fish keeping.
2: Um, yeah.
0: Or drawing. Probably drawing first. Mm. Like, because I used to draw a lot in school, I was really good at drawing Dragon Ball Z characters. Yeah. um, And I can still do them freehand, by the way. Mm. um, You've seen some of my drawings, actually. Yeah, I'm not yeah, too yeah. bad still. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: For Fuck, some you set should, of do, practice. should do us
1: in Dragon Ball Z style.
0: I could probably do that. Yeah. I could pro- I'm going to do that. <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, yeah, that'd be fun as fuck. Me with like a super saiyan beard, like, Matt's yeah. hair, <laughs> with dreadlocks everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sick That's as fuck. That's funny. I'm going to yeah. look like super saiyan Jirobi. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah the other one, is, like the first real in-depth hobby that I could say, like, you know, it was like, there's a lot to learn here and get mm. good at. Yeah, you know, obviously drawing. I was just a kid. All kids draw a little. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that was my first sort of adultish hobby that cost money was fish keeping.
2: Mm, I had yeah. a
0: little little two foot fish tank with a you know a heater and some plants and all that shit, and I had some neon tetras and that bad boy and a couple mm. of other little tetras. Yeah. And um, yeah, I kept them alive for a good like year or two as well. Mm. Um, but when we moved house, um, no one wanted to help me move everything and my fish died. So it was like, uh, okay. you know, yeah. like, it was sort of like, a, oh, we can't prioritize your little fish tank, man. We got this mm. four and a half foot tank with Oscars to move and things like mm. that. So it's just like, yeah, whatever. And they yeah. sort of just didn't make it. So yeah. it sucked, but I learned a lot. Yeah. you know.
1: I think the first hobby I really spent money on, like you said, would actually have been guitar cuz like skateboarding oh. even though i uh, i had a i didn't even buy any skateboards myself i just mooched off my friends like ah this one's almost, uh, almost done so i'll just take your board thanks
0: okay <laughs> come to think of it serious question debate Do does beyblading count because let me tell you brother in school i did not have a beyblade right i was very poor in school yeah um and i sort of just managed to get bionicles yeah and then they were like no we're into beyblades now and i'm like what the fuck is a beyblade (laughs) and then one of my friends was like oh it's okay you can have one of my bases and then another one was like oh i don't want this weight disc i just upgraded and then another yeah. the friend was like, "Oh, you know, attackery," and I was like, "I built this bastard of a Beyblade." <laughs> and in my school, you played for keeps. Oh. Like, you didn't have to, but a lot of the time, you'd um, if you wanted to buy in, you had to put up either a component or a whole Beyblade. Oh, okay. Right. And that was how we did it. We had these, uh, you know, I don't know if this happened in Sweden or Belgium, but you know, underneath your desk, how there's those trays that you have. Mm -hmm. where you put your books and stuff sliding ones yeah yeah, tiny trays here but we used to nick one of those um and use those for beyblade fighting at lunchtime (laughs) that's sick yeah 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 and um i basically won a few parts here and there till i got a second beyblade and i started actually like um you know just going in for keeps and stuff like that and Mm. I've won a lot, man. I ended up having, like, one of those large sandwich bags full of Beyblade parts eventually. (laughs) So, um, I lost a few too, but mostly I won because I'm like, oh, that guy's Beyblade's a bit shit, I'm gonna flog him, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Just big brain thinking. Fucking young Blake was an entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, to
1: be honest, I, like, if I'm going back even more, even before skateboarding and everything, I think pokemon cards would be up there as well yeah like that you know, too yeah everybody collected pokemon cards back when they were like five six so
0: i, I had like I a never big knew stack i to but... play them back then though
1: no the me way. neither i just like looking had... at the pictures yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah and to this day still do favorite card holographic Venusaur base yeah.
1: set yeah yeah yeah, I, I don't remember what cards I had anymore, and I know that uh, some cards got stolen back when I got, uh, so... That happened and, to me, too! Yeah, I never so got some Someone stole back, my so.
0: Alakazam, bro. Yeah. Someone stole my holographic Alakazam.
1: Yeah. It's, it's Actually, shit, but, you know, well, it's what it Mikey, is. Mikey,
0: my best mate Mikey on the Discord there, mm. right? He was there the day that my Pokemon cards got stolen. Yeah. It was basically like we were at a basketball court and some kids were looking for my thing and I got distracted and I did something. Mm. And the, a whole heap of people took a whole heap of stuff. And for ages I was like, I bet it was Mikey. And, you know, he like, mm. straight up accused him of, He's like, no, no, no. And then like, we would have been 20, 23 or something like that. And Mikey's like, oh, by the way, here's your right shoe I stole from you when we were eight oh i was like you son of a bitch <laughs> it, but he still swears to his day that it was the only card he stole of me and he returned it so he made okay. it right but yeah i still have that card and the treachery is well recorded
1: yeah yeah uh, it's one of those things like i have a couple of cards now as well and my kid has a bunch of cards but i don't have my original ones anymore so
0: i do yeah. i i still have the good ones yeah, I have my but, Charizard, my Machamps, I have uh yeah. my Venusaur. Mm.
1: No, I, I, I got raised for it in a in a way of like if you're not using it anymore or if you don't want it anymore, you pass it on. So Yeah. You know, I had like a whole tub of Legos that I gave to other people as well and you know, it's it's stuff that doesn't really come back. So
0: See so I, I was very lucky that even though I wasn't raised by my father he was always a collector, mm. so mom always had that mindset as well, whereas if I said to mum, like, no mum, I want to keep this because, like, mm. I think it's going to be collectible, she was like, I understand, put it yeah. somewhere safe, keep it to the side. Not, yeah. like, let it be junk, if it's junk, it's mm. going, but, like, you know, like, uh, my old game consoles, I would put them in, like, big stacking containers mm. and just had them neatly in a cupboard. She didn't yeah. mind that, she was like, that's fine, you know? Yeah. So, I was pretty lucky in that regard.
1: Mm. yeah for me it was yeah. more we had we had a lack of space and we moved around a lot so like in between all the moves like stuff get lost and you know yeah yeah so all right so what led you to pick up your very first
0: hobby um well i'm still gonna go with uh fish keeping as mm. my my first first hobby because that was the first real Go you know, out of nowhere sort of thing. It wasn't doing it because the kids at school were doing it. Mm, yeah, It was just like, you know. Um, and basically, it was my mum's partner at the time. He got really into it. So every weekend for us was basically, we would go around to all the local different fish stores and look at mm-hmm. all these fish. Yeah. And that's mad and inspiring. Like, I've always liked fish and stuff like that anyway, even prior to that. So it was like... It was really sweet and he had this four and a half foot tank with an Oscar and like you know, he was swapping fish in all the whole time. He didn't have a clue what he was doing, it's a dickhead, mm. but it was still fun to go. Mm. Um that's actually the tank that my African cichlids are in at the moment. Oh. I've still got the tank. It's it's been re siliconed, it's, it's everything. I've had it for years. <laughs> so, um yeah. So that, that was how I sort of got into it. And it was really inspiring for me, you know? Like as a young dude, so Yeah. Uh, take your kids to fish shops is what i'm saying (laughs) yeah
1: i think if for my kid it's more of like because i have so many things around like let them experience some of it like my kid Mm. recently started playing on guitar a little bit here and there so i was like okay is there any cool tune that you can think of? I know it's like okay, yeah, I like, really like the the Star Wars theme from Darth Vader. It's like oh, the Imperial March. Okay, so I just quickly googled how to play it. I tuned this little guitar, like a plastic guitar, tuned it up, showed him how to do, it. and he was like, "Bling, bling." Oh, it's really hard, but like he kept at it, like more and more. And it was like, like every every time he would pick it up, it would like improve. So it's it's cool to see how. So now
0: what you gotta do is you gotta learn it properly. And show him how to play it through the big amp. And do like yeah. the two metal version of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's cool. Like like inspire your kids. To, to try all of the things you have. Like yeah, we played man. Pokemon cards together. I learned how to play with the cards. To actually be able to teach him. Like to play with his cards. Like. Uh, I introduced him to Pokemon. And, and like Legos. And all of that stuff. So it's like. It's,
0: it's, I think there's a big difference between ramming something down, like, down, like, like, forcing them to like something as well, Yeah. and, like, just, like, getting them involved in what you're doing, and mm. some of it rubs off, you know? Yeah, Like, know. like you said, inspire them. If yeah. they have interest, nurture it, yeah. rather than, like, you're gonna play guitar because I said so, because that's fucking weird and creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's more it's of a, like, if, you, if he
1: shows interest for, it, like, like, uh do it like i i introduced him to warhammer as well like let him paint his own miniatures so like it went okay he painted like two three miniatures and it was like yeah whatever i'll just have them yeah, on Warhammer's,
0: my room i think warhammer is a thing that they get into more when they're teenagers yeah i think because, when he's a teenager he'll yeah. be like ah yeah i get it now you know yeah um it's got think, all that mad teenage boy gore and whatnot going on you know yeah i like, think
1: it was more of a thing like. The brush control wasn't there. It was just splotching it everywhere. It was just getting angry at it. It was yeah. like, oh, it doesn't yeah. look good. It was like, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Like, I can help you. that's no. yeah, exactly. okay. So, yeah. It's...
0: Uh, uh, that's cool, man.
1: Yeah. But my what led me to pick up my first hobby for myself, uh, I think like the real one that I actually spent money on was obviously guitar for me as well. So, uh my buddy at the time, he played the bass and he had a a friend that played the drums. And we went to a music store together. So, uh me never looked at any instruments before. I've always wanted to play the drums, but I knew that was never feasible, so uh yeah. I just went into the guitar shop, like, it was a music store with all different kind of things, so we are just looking around, browsing, looking at a few things here and there, and I found this uh, Les Paul model, the gothic Les Paul, like, matte black with a little mm. cross on on the 12th fret, and I absolutely loved that guitar, and was I Was that the, uh,
0: the Epiphone?
1: Yeah, an Epiphone.
0: I have one of those. Oh, for real? That's cool Yeah, as yeah. fuck yeah it's in so, bits and it's sanded down but uh i got one. Oh, yeah it's so, a project give it time
1: <laughs> so that kind of like inspired me to to pick up my own and it was the first summer i started working so when i got the money in hand i just straight up went to the first music store and i picked up my guitar
0: so okay yeah very good nice now on to the real question when did you first pick up Warhammer? And what was your first model?
1: Ah, Warhammer. The Warhammers. Uh, I started out just before 9th edition launched, and I bought the Indomitus box together with a uh, uh, yeah, somebody close to my family. Uh, and he picked, he used, the, he got the Marines. I, I got like a couple of the basic intercessors and the Vikers, and the rest he got. Yeah. So, uh, so I gave those Marines to my kids so they could learn to paint and I could learn to paint on them as well. So my very yeah, first yeah. painted model is an Eradicator. And it looks really bad, and I'm gonna repaint my Eradicator squad someday just to bring yeah. him up to the same level it's only four models but I'll I'll get through the other ones first and then I'll start repainting things yeah. that I'm not happy with so yeah so the eradicator was my very first finished painted model
0: very nice now I don't remember specifically which model it was for me but I got into warhammer when they did the uh, middle earth battle games Mm -hmm. like so basically lord of the rings warhammer and they did a magazine where it was uh like a monthly or bi-weekly thing where like you got a model or a pot of paint and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. and that was how i found warhammer because we were in the lord of the rings at the time so it would have been probably 2004 2006 i don't fucking know um i would have been grade 8 or 9 So I've been, like, 14 years old. Very long time ago. Been hitting the head many times since then, but, uh... (laughs) Only gotten prettier.
1: But, uh... What's that? Only gotten prettier. Oh, thank (laughs) you, sir. (laughs) Good genetics. Um, but...
0: uh, Actually, if memory serves, I think my first model was a Moria Goblin. Oh, that's cool. Like... Yeah, yeah, so, and they were tiny too, Mm. so when we went over to 40k, we actually were quite good for new painters, like, with no internet Mm. as a guide for painting, mind you, like, back then, that wasn't a thing for us, I didn't get the internet until I was 15, so, So, and it was dial-up. Yeah. So, you know. yeah, it was the absolute worst. <laughs> the, the absolute worst. So it was like, you know, all your internet was being used to downloading a pirated copy of Lincoln Park Numb off LimeWire. <laughs> Hang got time to look up painting guides. So, yeah. um, but oh. we used to buy the uh, White Dwarf magazine and learn painting tips from that. And there was a How to Paint Citadel Miniatures book you could buy as well that we eventually got yeah. amongst my friends. Yeah. And we shared it. Yeah, like you know, oh, I'm in the army? here, borrow the book, learn, you know? yeah, yeah, okay.
1: I actually, so... I actually got to borrow that book from the guy I bought the Indomitus box with, and like I was browsing through that book and I was like, these are tips that I've already spent like a month researching YouTube on how to paint miniatures. Like, this is like nothing new, and like it skips so many steps uh, as well. So it felt mm. like like the real important information isn't really in there that I that I needed to progress more with painting. So, uh.
0: And the thing is, too, back then, the paint system was completely different, mm. too. So, like, uh, you know, you would, like, say if you're doing gold and you want to look burnish, you'd use chestnut ink on top of it. Yeah. And it's like, what? What's an ink? What? <laughs> like, we did not have those in Citadel anymore. Yeah, a whole different game. But yeah, so that was that was it though. Mm. Mario Goblin. There you go. Oh, I yeah. sponsored some green on the fucker, and I did dry brushing on him for the first time too.
1: <laughs> Popped your yeah. dry brush, Sherry. Hell
0: yeah. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> cool.
1: So, what was that first model that? felt like you really took yourself up to the next level, you know.
0: Oh, I can actually post pictures of this too that I might do in the uh finished model scenes just for people to have a good laugh at. Well, not laugh, but mm-hmm. I did a slam mage priest from uh from the Lizard Men mm-hmm. Fantasy. Um and I painted in my own colours. I named him Lord Static after like Wayne Static for Static X. Yeah. And he's like Got a lightning blue belly with dark blue in my eyes and like, bro, I painted the p- like an eye on a frog that's smaller than my fucking pinky nail. On that uh. I put so long into that man, and building it was a fuck because it's diecast metal and nothing went together. Oh. And I didn't know how to pin stuff at the time, and I finished it and it was my magnum opus. And I had a sleepover party Yeah. because this is what you did back in the day for my birthday. And one of the kids who I sort of just invited out of the whole like i oh, is part of the friend group and like I'm yeah. not a big fan of him. He threw a pillow at someone and hit the model and exploded it into a thousand pieces at my party. Bro, uh, I had to be restrained. I was ready to flog him. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh, that's and, and the fact that I still remember it all this time later shows you how mad I would have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, um, I'll, I'll post some pictures afterwards. They're pretty fucking... Pretty choice, or I'll send them to you. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah. What about you, man? Where, where, when did you ascend to the first level? I don't know, well, the because, next level, I should because
1: say. Because, like, the first army I did was Necrons. Like, a fuck ton of Necrons. And after I did Necrons, I painted the knights. And I think that is when I really... Reached another level. Because I started doing LEDs. And like painting marble effect on things. And I don't know. I felt like that was really a breaking point. Even though. It was still mostly metallics again. Like the Necrons. So when I started painting. Uh, the Space Marines I think. I started painting more faces and everything. and That's when I think is is when it really went skyrocketed
0: but i think that you came in at an extraordinarily high level for a beginner like most people start down here you started pretty mid-tier and above mm-hmm. yeah you know i think like, that's that, mostly like you did on your nights most people are lucky to get to that after years of painting
1: you yeah know? i started doing that after eight months of painting
0: yeah, it's ridiculous. I
1: finished four thousand points of necrons in those first in the first year already. Like I first time them
0: I out. met first time I met you, you were uh, busy getting uh, paint stripper or something like that in your mm. face from trying to clean nights. Yeah, you were just, just like hunched over, like yeah, yeah, going yeah. up in your face. You're like, hi, I'm Obi. <laughs> <Yeah>. okay, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew you because you were on LTL. Mm. Uh, let's talk Warhammer. I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I know this guy. I've met him before. Or well, not yeah. met him, but I've heard him before. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I think uh, because when I started the Knights, I also painted up that Martarion around the same time as well. I think. I don't remember if you saw me painting it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. I remember you painting yeah. Morty. Yeah. That was back when I used to join the Discord every fucking day there, yeah. and just hanging out for hours.
1: Yeah, same for me, man. Like, I got so many yeah. painting done then. Like, I was in the Discord yeah. for, like, th- two to three hours. When like, you had painting. your little under-the-stairs yeah, fucking
0: yeah. Harry Potter broom, broom <laughs> cupboard. Yeah, like, I fucking pumped it, out Bobby so right much.
1: Yeah, for real. Uh. So, yeah, I think there's... I think it's the, the Space Marine Captain from the Indomitus box that, that really, like, turned everything around, where I started nice. doing more, like, shadow work and stuff like that, like, intricate highlights, because I never really did that on Necrons, I just dry-brushed everything. So Yeah,
0: like, understandable, that that's how you do Necrons, really. Like, basically. Like, I can show you... you know what, what I'd love? I would know. love to do Necrons and paint them all, like, stone. Mm, like yeah. grey instead of silver, and just make them look like they're made of like rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be cool. Or hear me out. I watched a whole documentary the other day on Lego Bionicles. <laughs> I feel pretty nostalgic. What if you made them all look like Bionicles?
1: Uh, that would be cool too.
0: Orange limbs, red face mask. You know. <laughs>
1: yeah, for real.
0: Someone get on it. No, uh, I think right. yeah.
1: Yeah, that was pretty the... Pretty much it for me. Yeah.
0: Alright, now here's one for you. What was your first gaming console? And what game from it had the most impact on you?
1: Jeez, that's easy, man. Like, we talked about it in our Game Boy Color uh, episode. It's, it was... Yeah, it was a Game Boy Color, I didn't even have the the regular Game Boy, so straight up to the Game Boy uh-huh. Color and the Crystal game, like, I spent so many hours on that game, um, it was a lifetime companion, I would say, so...
0: There you go. We're still gonna upgrade your screen on your Game Boy.
1: Yeah, that would be dope because then I can play Crystal again more in the night. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the only thing stopping me from playing it because I have to have a night light on the on the screen to yeah. actually. I gotta play.
0: gotta get the hook up so we can do it for you. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, yeah, what
0: well, um, nice. So for me, um, my first console definitely would have been the uh, Super Nintendo. You know, um, I have a lot of memories of playing Super Mario All Stars. So like the the cart with like multiple games on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember playing that. I would have been five or six. That's a pretty long ago memory. Mm-hmm. And I have this weird memory. I don't know why, but I remember we were laying on our stomachs playing, and it was me, and my older brother, and just like one of our family's friends. And we had a mouse run across into the television. Mm-hmm. And my brother ripped his hat off and threw it at this fucking mouse and managed to stun it. <laughs> so we like got it and threw it outside. And I don't know why I remember that, but I just do. It was a weird time. <laughs> but um, the other one too that I put a lot of time into, it wasn't anywhere near my first, but it was one that really stuck with me was uh, Donkey Kong 64. When I got my C- Nintendo 64, I just remember getting Appetite Destruction by Guns N' Roses for Christmas and Donkey Kong 64. So I had Appetite for Destruction on my little, like, fucking like CD player mm. in my bedroom going while I played Donkey Kong 64 for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> and I just I just had that ingrained in my memory. Welcome to the jungle is welcome to the jungle levels in Donkey Kong 64 <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's... So. That's one of those memories that sticks
1: with you, man. Like,
0: Yeah, yeah. When they burn in, they burn in. You know? Yeah, for real. I'll forget where my wallet is eight times a day, but I'll remember that shit.
1: <laughs> exactly. For real. Cool. So, I think gaming is something that we've had a lot of stuff with. but um, Yeah, yeah. I think instruments is, is something that's had a really good impact for us, both of us as well. So when you, know, you I,
0: I think that instruments and music for me is probably my biggest passion. Yeah, I yes. love Warhammer, like, I love all mm. these things. But like, if you said you have to get rid of all of your hobbies but one, mm. it would have to be my music that stays. Like even yeah. above my fish tanks, I love my fish tanks. Yeah, but like fish tanks and music are my two most passionate. Everything else, yeah. else just comes after it. Yeah, 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 for
1: real. Like even hell, I can even give away the the. The instruments itself as long as i could continue listening to music but because that's you can make music with your fucking fingertips on a on your phone if you want to so in, in- i don't
0: think i'll ever sell my dime bag guitars again i've sold one once mm. and i regret it to this day yeah um you know how it goes you get into a situation where you're like oh i need to sell some stuff I uh, did, I sold my Cemetery Gates razor back and they are impossible to get now. Mm. And they're so expensive when you do. Yeah. Like, ugh. yeah. Yeah, so, I don't care, like, I'll sell a guitar here or there, but uh, not my not my Dimebag ones, they stay.
1: Mm. Yeah. I, I, I don't have any real big relationship to my guitars right now. Uh, the only one is the the and the custom one. That's one because it sounds so damn good. I can use it for any genre basically. That's one that's gonna stay. Mm. But
0: we're gonna uh we're gonna get you an Ibanez K five up in your thing so you have one you can never let us sell. Yeah,
1: the K seven. I mean that's that's it.
0: Sorry, K K5. five. K five is the base.
1: Yeah. But... Yeah, that's 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 a model that I would never sell again if I would get my hands on one again. But when did so, you first pick up an instrument, though?
0: Ooh, um, so I would have been sixteen, mm-hmm. and it was yeah, I would have been sixteen, nearly seventeen, and um, you yeah, know, like I said many times, we didn't come up with much money, but you know, so it of, was that wasn't many kids left in the family to buy presents for this one year, and uh. I managed to get my mom and my, uh, my nan. They bought me a bass starter set. hmm Uh, so I started out playing bass guitar. It was just a Magnum. Uh, Magnum was the brand. And it came with, like, a little custom amp. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, it was fucking... It was sweet, man. Mm-hmm. It was sweet as. I, got, I saved up my, uh, little bit of money I had, and I put a custom pickguard on it, so it had, like, this mad skull and stuff like that. It was, like, a... A uh, PJ-style bass so like, precision and jazz pickups. Mm-hmm. And, man, I straighted that thing. I had it for years. Um, and, yeah, started out on that. And then I got my first six-string, which was a Epiphone Gothler's Ball, mm-hmm. which I still have. <laughs> yeah. so. It's
1: strange how, how that got me into playing guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I ever told you them all, and I, and I was like, what? No, the? no. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, I got, I got one, man.
1: <laughs> I think uh, I was around fifteen when I picked up my first guitar, and you know, I went into the local. Like, we had one local store that sold only Ibanez instruments. Yeah, so. See what
0: a boring store. <laughs> what's that? That's oh, so what a boring store. Yeah, well, it was
1: really, like, they were more focused on giving lessons than actually being a store. So, uh, and the other music store, they didn't really have much guitar selection. And I think because so many of my idols were playing Ibanez guitars, I also wanted an Ibanez. So my first model was a GSA-60, which I... The only modifications I did to it was put like a white cross on the lower bottom thing, so like a white cross with tape. Basically, it wasn't even paint; it was pa- it was tape. <laughs> so
0: yeah, that <laughs> those teenage years, oh yeah, the, teenage uh, teenage angst. modifications. That <laughs> no, <it> was cool. <laughs> cool I man. loved that instrument.
1: It Was really awesome. Nah,
0: it's awesome, man. I did that. Yeah. Um, I think you've always got a special place for your first instrument like that, eh? Like, I'm pissed mm. that I got rid of mine, but... You know.
1: Yeah, in, in a way, I'm not angry that I got rid of my first instrument, because it was entry-level guitar, but, you know, there's a little emotional thing attached, but... Yeah. yeah I, as I said previously, I'm, like, raised with the purpose of, like, if you're not using it anymore, or you don't see the purpose of it you either sell it and then you buy something that you want with the money so that's like kind of how yeah. i've been able to like try so many different things like i've always been of that mindset like one time i had to sell it because of monetary reasons yeah. but and that's the one i regret I'm, so
0: i'm hoping one day i uh, find A similar one, or hopefully the same one Mm. of my um. I used to have an Epiphone Thunderbird bass in Alpine Mm. White. Oh Oh, man, it was cream, it was brilliant. I bought that just before the Gothless Paul, Mm. so I had like two Epiphones. It was the shit, you know. Um, and yeah, I actually I found the amp that I sold it with a few months back. Mm. Um, it was an orange amp like uh, an orange crush 30 so like the uh, 30 watt bass amp
2: Yeah.
0: and on the corners of the cabinet where they were black they were all scuffed up mm-hmm. so I took them off sanded them down and painted them a copper color and put them back on ah. and I was on marketplace and I saw this amp with exactly that no one else was painting those mm-hmm. copper and so I messaged the guy I'm like dude did this come with a bass like blah, blah, blah. and he's like oh no I bought it from a music shop used a few years ago and I'm like
1: Yeah.
0: Like I'm like, was there a white bass there? Did you buy it? He's like, nah, nah, I'm like, damn it, man. So uh the search continues. It's in someone's fucking it. Someone's closet, I guarantee it. Yeah yeah. yeah. If you listen to this podcast and you have my epiphone Thunderbird, please contact me. (laughs) Oh (laughs) yeah. Some music has been playing instruments, but
1: music itself, where where did we start there? Like, uh, One that I want to squeeze in is what was the first album you got and what was the first influential album you got?
0: Oh, Like as in I owned personally?
1: Yeah, like the very first CD or tape whatever you started out with.
0: Oh. Fuck. Ah. I think it was Linkin Park Hybrid Theory. Oh, the good one. Like, that. the actual CD. Mm. You know, because um, I'd gotten a CD player, and I got that with it. Oh, yeah. Um, and pretty soon after that, back when you could buy CD singles, mm. my older brother got sick of me asking him to uh, play a song, so he actually went out and bought me the single for Toxicity by System of a Down. Oh, yeah, when I was like eleven on, and um, mm. I played that motherfucker like crazy. And it's Rory's fault that I got back into metal as a <laughs> kid,
2: because
0: so. I was raised on it. And then I sort of, you know, you got a big gangstery when you're young because that's yeah. what was cool in the '90s. Mm. And then I, uh, then yeah, system of a down, you had be straight back in. So cool. Yeah, I what think.
1: The first album that I got, not bought, but I got it, was a five album, you know, like the boy band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. yuck! <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I don't think we can be friends anymore, man. <laughs> Look,
1: I it, it got, it got this poster of really fast. Yeah. yeah uh-huh Um uh-huh. the Still first in
0: your car isn't it it's in the Volvo no fuck no
1: it's the first influential album is Slipknot Iowa that I got as a Christmas present from a family member
0: oh
1: yeah and and like f- listening at it the first times so I was like this is just garbage I can't hear anything and like yeah then I got more into like corn and stuff like that and then i just recycled back to slipknot i was like oh fuck this is dope as hell i get it now yeah, i get I, it <laughs> i didn't get
0: the slipknot until i was in my late teens so, yeah yeah. You know, yeah i was already cranking limp biscuit and like yeah. all that new metal shit well before then exactly
1: yeah yeah i think yeah. especially iowa because it was so so extreme um yeah, that was. I remember
0: actually going to my mom when I was younger because, like, it was like, yeah, you, know, you, you do not have much money for CDs and things like that. Mm. So I had those CDs, and I was like, Mom, what do you have? <laughs> like, you know, and she was like, Oh, I still have one or two Pantera CDs. Like, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and that's when that's that's when shit got real. <laughs> and then uh, Dimebag died not too long after that. So oh. yeah, yeah. I remember reading it in the newspaper. And weeping. Yeah, yeah, I was devastated actually. I was actually my mum came in with the newspaper, um and I think we were painting Warhammer at the time. So two thousand and four, yeah. maybe mm. two thousand and four lines up, but either way, me and Justin were in my uh my bedroom listening to music and doing whatever either painting Warhammer playing Gran Turismo. And she came in and we were like, What? No <laughs> you know, <laughs> Justin didn't know who Dunbag was, but I was very upset. Yeah, okay. <laughs> cool. So the first concert you went to then? Oh. Um first concert I went to was Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have been seventeen or sixteen, um, and we had like seated seats at the entertainment center it was when they were doing their uh somewhere back in time tour i think mm-hmm. like the yeah it was pretty cool um it was basically all their greatest hits it was a really good time um and then we bought tickets to our first mosh pit not long after that which was aussie osborne so my first two concerts were maiden and Ozzy. oh that was, uh, it was front cool. row for Ozzy it was pretty amazing
1: that's awesome I don't. I don't even remember my first concert because I got so fucking wasted, and I never even made <laughs> it to the concert. So. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. who
0: was it? I, it? I bet. it was five, wasn't it? No
1: fucking clue, dude. Like it was. It was a local, uh, like festival thingy, and that was kind of the yeah. thing. Like we started doing uh, festivals, and then we'd always stay the night in a tent, and then we go watch the day after again too.
0: Oh, was it? Was that that time you drank way too much of that ah uh, beer you guys had in Belgium? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So the it's ch- cherry beer basically got me uh, robbed me of my first concert. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, but the I don't I don't even remember the first ones that I went to see. To be honest, it's it's so long ago. It's
0: sad, man, because there's such a good metal scene over there in Europe too. Yeah, yeah, everyone
1: goes through those
0: places, you know.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of local bands that we that we
0: went to see. So, yeah, nice. Yeah, but uh, um, on that subject, have you ever sustained an injury at a concert? What was your first fucking injury, and And what happened? That one? How funny was
1: it? That one I do remember. Uh it was Corpiklani. I don't know if you know that it, Oh yeah, I know Corpiklani. Yeah. Uh
0: up. Yeah Uh
1: it was uh the time that I started stretching my ear, uh, and I had like a really big wooden loop in it, up to ten millimeters, and I just put it in like a couple of days before we went to the concert. Uh and a marsh pit started out straight out in front of me. And this dude with really long hair got pushed into me, swung his hair towards me, and when he moved away, he yanked at my ear. So it didn't pull it out or it didn't rip or anything, but like it hurt a lot when he pulled it away. And then he like after, you know, how metalheads are, like, cause he, he noticed that I fell with him when he went forward yeah. again. He noticed. So after he did like another round, he was like, he came back to me. and was like, oh, are you okay? Are you okay. So I was like, yeah, you know, how am gonna let's What a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, it's fine, it's fine, it's okay. It's just it's my ear. It, it hurt a little, but it's it's okay. It's no blood or anything, so it's good.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. So for me, we were at. Um, it was a really good gig. It was Lamb of God, Shadows Fall and Devil Driver Ooh. all in the same concert. Oh, yeah, good yeah. bill. <laughs> um, and so Shadows Fall played first, then it was uh then it was Devil Driver, then it was Lamb of God. And survive Shadows Fall, no worries. Um me and there's actually a picture of this, this is like thirteen, fourteen years ago. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of me and Justin. Justin's got, like, these short little dreadlocks. <laughs> um, and I, I've just got, like, sideburns and, like, long hair. We're sitting in the gutter in the heat. <laughs> anyway, we made friends with pretty much everyone in the line because we lined up for ages. Um, and I met my friends. I met my friend Kat there and uh, another chick called Debbie that I'm friends with. Uh, we haven't hung out in ages, but whatever. We're friends. And that was the first time I met him. And we're on the barrier, so I got Justin this side, and I got Kat and Demi here, like, yeah, and I'm, like, mm. just the big chungus, like, looking after everyone, and, um, but one of the girls, she needed to get out, so I helped her over the barrier, and then, uh, Cat bailed out as well, and I was on the barrier, and people were crowd surfing heaps, mm. and I was like, man, fuck off, like, I keep getting kicked in the back of the head with these big old metalhead boots. And so the next time I saw the security guard stand up to grab one of the guys, I thought, I'll duck down, right? Smart mm. move. Don't get kicked. But as I ducked down, this guy placed his hand on the back of my head just by, you know, bad luck. Yeah. Um, and my nose went, like, my head went forward and my nose hit the barrier. Um, it wasn't great. I immediately went like, holy fuck. That is not good, I think my nose is broken, so I jumped out of the pit, uh, yeah. and went up, um, and that place has like a hill that tapers down to the mosh pit, it's a mm. river stage, and so I found the girls, and I was like, okay, look, here, here's money, go get us some Gatorade, like, yeah, and they're like, your nose, I'm like, I fucking know, and they're like, oh my god, it's not what it's supposed to be, I'm like, I know, mm. just get me some Gatorade, so they come back, I'm like, alright. And I fucking grab my nose and I smoosh it back to where I think it's supposed to be. Oh. Blood just starts pissing out of my face. And I'm like, alright. Had a bit of a spit. Goggles some gay Smash it down. And then it sort of just like dried on my face a little. <laughs> like, alright. I'm going back in, girls. <laughs> fucking no. back in the big oh, Broken nose and everything. Jesus. Um, and yeah, I enjoyed the rest of the set. I was still in the pit when Lame of Gold came on, so. <laughs> that's
1: amazing. Jesus yeah. Christ. So,
0: uh, it was a big one. Yeah, that's intense. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that's how I met my friend Kat. <laughs> Broken nose and all that day. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So yeah, that's, uh, that's my story.
1: Well, yours is better than mine, that's for sure.
0: Well, you know, we've all been there. Yeah. Alright, a bit of a change-up of subjects. Yeah, we love our music, but we can't talk about it the whole time. People will get very sad mm-hmm. if we were only talk about music here. So, the question is, what was the first pet you had that required an enclosure? As in, like you know, it had the decorating side of it, and nah. that mm. more than just like a cat or a dog or a goldfish in a bowl. You yeah. know, sort of thing. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so what? What did you have?
1: Well, if goldfish don't count, it was a mouse. I had a little mouse as a pet.
0: Goldfish do count if they're not in a bowl. If they're in a bowl, it's animal abuse, and I don't appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I moved the goldfish <laughs> to the toilet after. So. <laughs> oh, I wonder why I died because it was in a bowl Yeah. <laughs> it was a different bowl <laughs> toilet bowl yeah a little mouse that I had for about two years I think and since uh, in Belgium we didn't have the best uh, living quality it went into like hibernation and I was so scared yeah. that it died then so uh, I had it in my hands and then I gave it to my mom to heat up uh, because we only have one heater in that house then and that one was in the living room. So she heated that one she heated the mouse back up to to like being awake. And then she went on to live like another year, so <laughs> Oh yeah, was... Till the
0: next winter.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think she died after before the winter because it would always be like pretty cold in the in, the, in yeah. the room anyway so yeah i think it was around the time that we got a cat and i got the the great idea of putting my mouse in the like a rolling ball putting it on the floor and then my yeah. cat came by so i was like yeah that's not a good Just idea stressed it out. yeah
0: fair enough man fair enough yeah uh I've already spoken about the little neon tetras I had. Yeah. But I think the first real one that I had was when I got my first Oscar as a ki- uh, as a teenager. Mm. So picture this, right? I lived in the under... Like the downstairs of a two-story house. And I had like a massive amount of room. I basically had my own lounge room. Yeah. With like a small room off to the sides. So I had like a lounge TV that... And I had a table to drink around for everyone. Mm-hmm. And then I had fish tanks all around it. So I had a um, Four and a half foot A three foot And then a four by two Sorry no A four by three That I just got given So it was like Sort of almost a cue Yeah yeah. And basically I got this Oscar And I had him in there And I had him with another Oscar And they just started beating each other up So I was like Fuck me Okay so I got that free tank Put him in there And yeah I had a Yeah a room full of fish When I was a teenager We just used to do shots And watch the fish uh, (laughs) Swim and eat live uh crayfish and stuff
1: (laughs) yeah that's
0: cool so it was cool it was a good time um definitely probably the reason i like oscars so much Mm. was those experiences i had with them back then Yeah, yeah
1: fair enough so is there any pet that needs an enclosure that you would like to get um sometime in your lifetime but you don't really have the means to do it right now
0: yeah, look, there's plenty of things I'd love to have. Um, I'd love to have an indoor pond. Mm. Which, uh, when I buy a house one day, I think we're gonna do that. I want to get a two-story house with the upstairs-downstairs again. Mm-hmm. And basically do an indoor pond. Um, unfortunately, I'm not allowed koi fish in Queensland. Mm. Um, cause they're noxious fish, cause they're carp. Mm-hmm. But that would be one I'd love to have. That, or an Asian arowana, which once again, we're not allowed to keep, cause they're endangered. Yeah, But, um, I will get an arowana of some kind at some point, and uh, have them in an indoor pond. It's gonna be mad. I'll get there. You wait. Yeah. That and I'd love a Komodo dragon.
1: <laughs> Doesn't anybody who loves lizards? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't think there is any real pet that I feel like I want to get because it's 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 just too much time. The effort for me, but if I, I would... feel
0: like you've had the ultimate pet, which is children, yeah. like you've you've leveled <laughs> out on pets, you're like, yeah, okay, I'm done here. Yeah, I have a
1: child. Yeah, that's it. Like, like pets can become a part of the family, and the family is like big enough already that I don't really need to expand it anymore. You know? Yeah, exactly. But if there is one pet that I probably could get again, it's it's probably a snake. Because they don't really require oh, yeah. that much effort. Uh, it's, Would you get
0: another bearded dragon?
1: No, those are mm. so labor intensive, dude. Like, it's, it's... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping a bearded dragon is is just too much work. Like, they need special diet, they need lighting and all that stuff, you know. Uh, it's, so
0: it's just like fish, really.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. Fish are also kinda labor intensive, I would say. So
0: Yeah, well, you gotta make sure their water quality's good or they croak, so
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. So
0: from pets sweet. into big anime robots,
1: pew pew
2: pew. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Gumpla dude, like when did you get first into get in into Gumpla?
0: And how? Um, so, I think it sort of really started when, I went over to my friend Marshall's place when I was, uh, you know, 1918, we were drinking, and in the top of his cupboard he had a whole bunch of these, like, robot models on them. Fuck is that, man? He's like, oh, they're Gundam models. Uh And, you know, him and, him and, uh, Sarah showed them to me, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's really cool. Like, you know, I did that, you know, but I didn't really get it. I sort of just dropped it because I wasn't actively hobbying with stuff at the time. Mm. Uh, My hobby was getting drunk because I was a little shithead. But yeah, so fast forward quite a few years. um, Fuck, would have been 2018. uh, My ex and I broke up and I sort of was in this really bad headspace of, like, you know, not doing great because, you yeah, know, everything's gone wild. Mm. And I needed a distraction. Um, and I started Warhammer back up, but I just wasn't focused enough to paint. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I went to the hobby store and I bought a, uh, I bought a Gundam model. Oh, yeah. And it was a, uh, a Bawu, I think it was. They called them. They're the little orange ones. And mm-hmm. I spent the afternoon building it, and I found that I didn't feel shit <laughs> for that afternoon that I was building it. Yeah. So I'm like okay, while I'm dealing with this trauma and this sadness, if I just distract myself through this eventually I'll get to a point where it doesn't hurt as much mm. and I've gotten through it. Yeah. So I was like yeah, sweet. So I just started buying Gundam models, man. I just went hard at it. Yeah. You know? Um, quickly went from the HD straight to an MG. Mm. Um, I think my next build was... It was the uh, Wing Gundam, Endless Waltz Edition, with the Angel Wings. Mm-hmm. And then I did the Strike Noir straight after that. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, the Strike Noir is still one of my favorite models, so... Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think for me, it was... Uh, I think Warhammer was a way of coping with bad shit in my life as well, so... But, uh... I did Gunpla before, and I had Gunpla even way longer before, like, when the Wing series released in the Western world. They also released kits in... So, like,
0: the, late 90s? Uh, no, yeah, late
1: 90s, early 2000s. So that's when I got... That's wild. I got my first Gundam models. I, I'll probably dig them out and take a picture of them, because they're mangled as fuck. Um. But, when I actually did it for the hobbying sake of it, I that's four or five years ago.
0: It's Wild. Yeah. Awesome. Now, is there a Gundam model that you would absolutely fucking love to get? Because um, we all know they can be quite pricey, and they can get mm. quite collectible, too. Yeah. You know, so... Mm, not
1: really... Because there's, like, usually I would buy something that I've seen the, the series of, and, like, there's a couple, yeah. I haven't seen that many of the series yet, uh, but I would probably say, like, a, a unicorn model out of some sort. Perfect grade? Mm, maybe. I'd love to build a perfect grade, man. Yeah, it's for real, but it's just too expensive, you know.
0: Uh, yeah if, that's the point of it it's not about you're gonna buy it it's what would you love to get oh yeah know?
1: yeah for real if, I, if i'd be able to get it just because i got the money for it i'll probably get a perfect grade with like the led kit and everything or the xia mm. the xia coup is really cool too i haven't seen the series the, for it, but
0: the the xia lightning mode is the one that I, mm. Lightning mode is the one that i want Well mm. essentially before it's like a 900 hundred dollar kit yeah yeah. But like, holy fuck! <laughs> yeah. I have a girlfriend now, so I won't be getting that. <laughs> yep. Um, not that she tells me how to spend my money, but I just I can justify hobby funds, but that's a bit much for one model. She'd be like, "Really?" And I think, to be honest, now I have the golf. I'd be like, "Oh, I could have spent that nine hundred bucks on you know modifications for the car." Yeah. So yeah, that's fair. priorities have changed, but I would love to get um the perfect grade red frame astray mm. it's like the really ninja one model the katanas yeah yeah, yeah yeah there's a lot of models i want to get um i'm still working on some at the moment too Fine. actually so yeah
1: cool yeah so moving on from gundams is there any or if if you're is there anything more gundam related you want to talk about
0: no i think i'm good for now yeah
1: Cool. Is there any hobby that you would like to give a, a red-hot crack soon? We've tried the model cars lately, so is there anything more that you would like to...
0: Okay. Hear me
1: out. Zoids. I would still class them under gun, gun
0: play anyway. No, but... no, no. It's a different thing, <laughs> and we're doing that. I'd love to do that. I want to get some Lego. Because I haven't built Lego in a long time. Yeah. I want to get, like, um... They have a Jurassic Park kit. Mm-hmm. Where it's like a T-Rex escape. I want to hit that up. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to try RC cars soon. Yeah. Drift cars. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of shit I want to try. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I want to get to some reptile keeping eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, yeah.
1: What about you? I think RC cars is definitely up there. I've already been like looking at some stuff but like they're expensive dude like
0: they are expensive but we should coordinate on that too yeah probably we'll see like if we're gonna get up we could try and get it around a similar time so we can talk about it yeah. Talk about I I
1: think the main, main issue is that like if you get a kit, it doesn't come with like the remote and everything, so you have to buy the yeah, remote and the controller thing Yeah, and controller, yeah, stuff. Yeah, I
0: found that as well. I'm like, what's this bullshit? Can I just buy one and play with it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I want the complete kit. Yeah. Like, if I buy a kit, it's to have the complete yeah. kit, not to buy things yeah. separately. Even more. So that's that's kind I'm of. I'm very
0: it. lucky. My uh my local hobby store, the two story one at uh Stafford. Mm. They, they're two stories, and the whole upstairs is RC stuff. Oh yeah. So I think I'm just gonna walk in there and be like, right, this is what I want to fucking do. How do we do this without like breaking, busting mind. my ass? Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like I want cool, but I want fun, and what's what's good for beginners? You know? Mm. Yeah, I think think RC cars is one,
1: and the other one will probably be YouTube. But like the amount of time I've been having lately, it's just. It's just not going to happen to scoop that on as well. well.
0: I think that if we can get, you know, if we can keep growing as a podcast mm. and keep getting more supporters and stuff like that, and eventually the, the hobby fund from this allows us to buy the cameras and stuff. Mm. I would love to take this to YouTube. Yeah. yeah. You know, would love to. And then like, I've actually thought about doing a fish vlogging channel. Mm. I want to get my fish room up and running. Yeah. So like, you know nothing insane on the editing front. Probably just like me with a selfie stick talking to myself. Yeah. Um. But just like going over what's happening in the fish room. Yeah. Yeah. Because people find that really interesting. I think that'd be fun.
1: Yeah. I think for me it would be a lot like like how I've been doing things, uh, stuff like that. Because I get those questions a lot. Like, oh, how do you do this and how do you do that? And do explain to me LEDs again. It's like, oh, okay, okay. So.
0: Yeah. I think that people look up to you a lot more than me for painting, though. Mm, You know, and that's cool. So, like, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I don't think that actually you and I are that far apart in our painting skills. No, like I, I, you, you are the better painter, but we're not worlds apart.
1: No, it's, it's just you amazing. post
0: really crazy shit a lot more often than me, mm. and people are like, Whoa, you know, mine's yeah. just crazy creatively, yeah. not so much like, Oh, I tried this crazy technique of like purple and orange. Mm. But yeah, like I, when I put that dreadnought up in the heavier metal thing on Facebook, it got 500 likes. That was wild. Yeah, those people are professional painters and they loved it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's I have to push myself a little bit more to do like work crazy things. Like,
0: yeah, it, it, but I, I think that I think that people relate to your styles more. Yeah. Mine are always very stylized. I'm like, yeah, cool, I love this. But no one's asking me. They're not like, mm. gee, Blake, how did you do that thing? Because it's just mm. solid fundamentals. Whereas you're like a bit more on that end, so you do get asked. So it makes sense for you to have a channel about that. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, for real. So that's that's yeah. one thing that I'd like to do, and honestly, I would love
0: that, man. I I would definitely watch you on YouTube.
1: Yeah, and there's there's one thing that I would also love to incorporate into it is doing dioramas in a way, like uh,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, have like I a couple that's... of Warhammer
1: miniature with like a diorama around it, and and do the whole process. I, I
0: think that... I want to be more crafty in general. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I want to make dioramas. I want to, you know, like I said, that guy was putting gunplas in fish tanks. Mm. I want to do that. Yeah. I want to, um, I want to very much do nerd 4G sort of shit. Mm. Like, you know, just make a diorama for this random household object because I can and I have foam and
1: yeah, those sorts of yeah. things.
0: So I would love to get more on that page, you know, not necessarily doing a model, mm. but like, oh, let's do this project. Yeah. You know, using the skills we have from Warhammer and Gunpla and all those great hobbies. Yeah,
1: for real. I, I think for me it would be, like, because I'm getting to a point where I'll, I want to do, like, because I have a bunch of hero models, so I can just be, like, oh, whatever. This isn't going to be in the in part of any army at all, so I can just do something crazy with it instead. Like, yeah. Just do exactly. that kind of stuff. So... Yeah, that's kinda of what, what I would love to try out.
0: What I would love to do, and I I will do it one day, I wanna do um do like an icy uh, like an outcrop like that, with um I wanna I wanna do a model for Iskandar Kaon from Black Legion mm-hmm. from the books and have his wolf there with him. Ah. like on like on an icy planet. And I think that would be fucking cool. I had it all planned out. But I just think it would be really rad, do like a an icy outcrop with the wolf alongside him Mm -hmm. and maybe uh the dark elder chick as well. Mm. Yeah. I think that'd be cool.
1: Yeah, there's like a ton of ideas like all as well. It's just, you know, finding the time to actually do it. It's
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Like your bionical Necron's gonna start next week. I mean what Oh, <laughs> Lord. Nah, cool, man. Yeah, so, relating, awesome. like,
1: YouTube, you said putting the podcast on, on YouTube. What, uh, what did you feel like when we started out first recording our episodes, like, our very first episode?
0: It's funny, man, because when we started this, I have been planning and thinking about doing a podcast for so long. Mm. And... Like, I was a little nervous about the technical side of it, mm. like the recording and stuff like that, but I'm such a social fucking person that I talk to it like a duck to water. Like, even people that listened to the first episode, um, who were a bit skeptical, they were like, dude, it's like you, you were born to do that. Mm. Like, you are so good at that, naturally, mm. you know? And obviously, like, I, I'm a lot better at hosting now than I was back then, but... Mm. I wasn't even nervous about it. Yeah. Um. I guess because we had nothing really riding on it, mm. it was just like, yeah, let's just do it. And if people like it, they like it. Um, so I I was a, a little nervous at first Um. before we put it live. But recording it, I was fine. Because mm. to me, you're nervous when you first hover over that little red circle. But then once it starts, you're just hanging out with your friends. Yeah. And you sort of forget that you're yeah. even recording, so. Yeah.
1: And that's kind of what the, yeah. the the feeling that we kind of wanted for the podcast as well, like having, like being in the voice text channel that we, we were always doing, conf- just putting that on a record and putting it out to the people because the stuff that we were saying in the voice text channel was fucking hilarious, so why not record exactly. it and, and put it out to the people, you know?
0: And it's funny, because I have spoken to a few people, um, like one of my workmates, he listened to it, and he's like, oh, I wanted more information on this thing. Mm. But you guys just kept bouncing around, and I sort of explained to him that I'm like, dude, we're not a a Warhammer-centric podcast, we're not a Mm. lore podcast. We'll touch on things, but the idea is to have fun with the subject, and to have the freedom to talk about whatever we want. Mm. That... Makes us passionate and to improve people's attitude towards hobby. Yeah,
1: and do a little you know, bit of your own like, research in the end. So.
0: Yeah, exactly, and like, yeah, he understood it once I explained it. Mm. But it's like we're not your comprehensive, go-to fucking people for how to paint a model or whatever. Like, mm. we can help you if you ask us. Yeah, yeah. But we're not here to tell you every fine detail in one episode. Like, that's just not us. Mm. We're here to talk about it, have fun, maybe learn a thing. Maybe you laugh a bit. Like, that's us. Yeah. And like you said, it was supposed to be the VC, but basically recorded. Mm. And uh, I think we nailed that. Yeah. You I know? mean,
1: just listening to our last episode, which was... Like, if you didn't know, we usually write notes for episodes, and for that episode, we had zero. We had nothing to stand on. So that nothing. that episode nothing. was straight up pulled out of our ass of talking about stuff that we enjoy doing, so...
0: So, so the way it works is, um, I normally come up with the idea of whatever the fuck we're going to talk about it. Obi gives it the yay or the nay and helps develop the idea. Um, but what normally happens is I'm going about my life like, and Obi's like, hey bro, we're going to record, right? soon. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, you're right. Let's do it. And then we make a time. Mm. I was on holidays and had no concept of what days were <laughs> and um, Obi was obviously busy doing stuff as well because he didn't like he didn't remind me for once and then we were like ah uh, we're due to drop an episode and we're like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> what do we do alright let's just do it you know Yeah, and uh, I'm actually really proud with how that episode turned out so yeah. it turned out quite well
1: yeah I think that is probably one of my uh, our proudest moments on the podcast to be honest if you're I mean, the the whole thing I, that we had with Tacticus going on was really awesome, like, growing super much, like, having a lot of people listen to us and and growing the Discord channel, but, like, being able to swing a episode for an hour and a half, that was, like, wow, <laughs> we're fucking awesome at this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think my proudest moment, um, well, two of them, um was when I saw us on the front page of Tacticus, yeah. like, our podcast. That was huge for me. But the other one, and it always hits closest to home, is when someone will post a picture in the Discord or they're on VC mm. holding an instrument. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you did that episode and that made me go and dig my bass guitar out mm. of the ba- closet. Yeah. And I'll start playing it, like, our uh, soltaire." Mm. He went and dug his bass out and I'm like, I'm so proud. Yeah. That we've reinvigorated potentially somebody's passion to play their instrument mm. or you know they've ordered a gunpla model because of our episode yeah. or um, i think Norrie was saying he wanted model cars mm. that makes me proud every time yeah. i see it yeah, because yeah,
2: yeah.
0: everyone that it's always no nah, don't do that you're not good enough don't do that you're not good enough mm. fuck that do it give it a go yeah yeah, we'll back you. We'll back you. I love that. Yeah, yeah. We'll that even guide me, you on the way. That makes me happy and proud every time. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, and if we don't know, we'll fuck up and learn at the same time with you, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, my my car is in shambles, and I don't care because I'm learning. Yeah, you know, your car's in shambles, too. Yeah, yeah. So, Norcreek, let's build this model car together, and we'll fuck it up, too. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: No, there's been, like, a couple of times where people are like, oh, how do you do this? And I'm like, huh, hold on. I haven't really done it myself, but I could test it out just quickly on, like, a random model here. So I'll just quickly paint something up, like, seeing the things that he, that he specified. is like, oh, yeah, well, here's, like, a couple examples, and I just showed it on pictures, and I explained the ways that I did it. So, like, I'm always keen to learn more things myself and, like, experiment on yeah. things. So it's, it's just, just ask
0: away, and if I don't know, I'll I'll figure it out some way, so... And if, if we can't figure it out, we'll put you in the direction of somebody who has figured it out, a YouTube channel or something like that. You exactly, know. yeah. We're never the biggest fish in the pond, <laughs> but we do rule the pond. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah.
0: Ah, oh, sweet, man. So, what's your favourite episode so far of the show? Hmm. The one that you had the most fun on, or whatever. I know it's hard, it's like choosing between children, but you got to
1: yeah i think that was that's a really hard one to to figure out um fuck me Mm, i think that for me it's like lightsabers because i was so excited when when we got into lightsabers and like you bought a couple and you're doing customer customizing them and then i bought my real one as it was just super awesome and like i could do stuff with the kids, like, I'm hoping in the summertime when it's the grass is out again, then I'll, I'll probably go out again and start spinning and, and do some battles with the I, kids. Um,
0: I would like to order another lightsaber uh, to weather it up for myself because mm. there's ones I did, I gave away as gifts. Mm. And I'd love to actually do a follow-up episode on how to weather a lightsaber and what uh, to do and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I think people are doing that.
1: Yeah, that's something that's good, and
0: we had Shane on as a guest too, and that kid, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm very blessed to have him as a little brother, but his energy levels are over nine (laughs) thousand. You know, he's a blast to have on the show. So yeah, it's always good. He's the only person we've ever had to censor. (laughs) Yeah. Hold, hold that as a badge of honor. Yeah. <laughs> just
1: splurting out his name over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just will give you your address and a social security number, right?
0: <laughs> right. Nah, I gotta love him though. That nah, was fun. I think for me, my favorite was the pets episode was Sam. Oh, yeah. Because I don't really get to talk to Sam like in VC much. Mm and um yeah because he doesn't really hang out there that's fine but like just getting to talk nerdy fish stuff mm. on the internet fucking amazing and sam is such a gentleman and such a cool dude to talk
1: to yeah definitely like i've been chatting um, so much in the past two weeks with them too about like model cars it's like oh yeah, yeah. i kind of want to get some rims with my kid as well it's like oh yeah yeah, i got a site here i'll look some up like if you have any any type any model that you'd like me to look up for you it's like yeah, but I don't really know. Yeah, names and he offered stuff. me that as well, <laughs> bless
0: his cotton souls, you yeah. know. Uh, like he's always on the lookout for rare Game Boys for me as well <laughs> in Japan. I told him I really need that Hello Kitty one eventually, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's cool. Sam, we love you dude. But thanks, set... thanks for being here. Uh, yeah, dude, uh, so that's
0: big ups, brother. You're a boy. Um, and I think my other one. Would probably be the episode we did on narrative writing with Matt uh,
1: for D anD D. Yeah, the tabletop episode. Um,
0: yeah, even though like we sort of, I don't really tabletop game that way anymore. Mm. But having Matt on, that guy is always such a fucking blast, <laughs> and he he's been our biggest supporter from day one. I think he was our first patron. Yeah. And Matt's just a top quality human and friend and friend of the show. And it was just an honour to have him on the show, because, like, mm. I was listening to his old podcast well before I started the podcast, mm. well before I even joined Lawhammer. so, like, mm. I've always looked up to Matt yeah. in that way, and, you know, yeah, it was really cool to be able to work with him in that capacity, and yeah. we'll have him on again sometime, but yeah. it was cool. Yeah. I always enjoy my time with Matt. Yeah, for
1: real. I think yeah, so, it's definitely it's it. It seems like there's a reoccurring theme here, like episodes with guests.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know when we're uh, not so ramshackle with our schedule, I'd love to have a few more guests. But mm. making time zones work mm. for three people is unbelievably difficult. Exactly.
1: Uh, that's probably why we won't have like a U.S. guests at all, because it will just. That's, like, a, a, a third whole new uh, timeline, so it's... Uh, yeah, it's,
0: well, I mean, it's hard to get in contact with those people, you know? Yeah, it, um,
1: will, it will be early morning for them, late night for you, and, like, middle of the day yeah. while I'm working, so... Uh,
0: yeah, exactly. But I mean, we'll make it happen one day with some of them, Yeah, cool ones. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we've been we've been saying to and we're gonna have him on forever, so we'll get there eventually.
1: Exactly. And there's like yeah. a certain uh, uh, Pokemon episode that I've had my wanted to speak my mind about, and I know the perfect guest for that one as well. So, I'm
0: trying to think, who?
1: Ah, she's got a little kid growing in her belly. Oh, <laughs> oh! So we have That's to do funny, it before yeah. the, bo- the belly pops. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, uh,
0: I like to think she has headphones for the stomach, so she can, uh, can listen the little what yeah. <laughs> I love that.
1: That's cool. Hell yeah!
0: Yeah, now nah, pralines, cool, cool. All so, right. Th- um, as always, thinly veiled hobby podcast talks about music. This time, we actually have a new release to talk about. And I'm excited. Um, I know Obi wasn't overly excited, but he never really is because he doesn't like mainstream metal. Um, <laughs> this week, we checked out the new album by the Gothenburg uh, Melodic Death Metal Giants, In Flames. Yeah. And the album is called Forgone. Obi, how'd you find it, man? Um...
1: There's a little history. Besides
0: hating them because they're Swedish. You never like Swedish bands.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's like a little history with In Flames too for me. Like, uh, something with X-Golf. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, never really got into them. Listened to their, like, most popular songs, obviously, a little bit. Never really thought they were that big of a hit. And I think that's the same with this album for me. Like, I've always thought that... They were uh a, a band that didn't really figure out yet what kind of genre they wanted to be. And okay. listening to the first, uh, not not the first first song, but State of Slow Decay was like a reinforcement of that. Because those riffs straight out came from Among the Morph. That's what I thought at least. I haven't figured out which song it is, but it, it feels like it's I'll
0: find it. You wait, I'll find that, man. Because I didn't notice it until you pointed it out, and I'm like, you know what? That does sound like a monomath. That just initial couple of chords. Yeah. Uh, I was like, Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I think that's why it resonates so well with you, but not so well with me. Because it's it feels yeah. like it's a lot of reused riffs from their previous albums. Uh, this is personal opinion. I don't know if it is like this, but... Uh, yeah, reused stuff, not really anything memorable for me.
0: I think the thing is that in Flames their greatness doesn't actually lie in their riffs. They have a style with their riffs, but everyone's copied them, mm. and done that for so long that it's now the standard melodic death metal riff. Mm. Um, you know, it's been used and used and used, whether they originated it or wherever it came from does, is beside the point, but it doesn't sound distinctive, but I think that their greatest uh their greatest win is normally their vocal hooks, yeah, like their melodies with the vocal melodies are always very distinctive, yeah,
1: yeah, I think the vocals are always really good, but f- yeah. personally just too I don't know a little bit too bland for my taste.
0: that's fair enough, man
1: yeah. So not really a high score for me. I don't even. Oh, yeah, I would say like four and a half to five for this one, which is gonna upset my girlfriend okay. because she's like, she's like, this week, no, last week, she was like, oh, did you know that In Flames has a new album? And she was like, yeah, I, I, I've heard something about that, and then she was like. Since the last time I listened to it, they had put out like so many other albums. So I'm like, just gonna binge all of their albums right now. Okay, yeah, yeah you could do that. So. <laughs> but I'm not.
0: <laughs> so, my little Inflame story um, I heard them quite a bit and I was like, oh, yeah, this is okay. But I always hated the way the vocals were mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is often too low. But I went to a show, a VIP, um, to see Lamb of God. I was a huge Lamb of fan at the time. And we were supposed to meet and greet with them. And they just walked past us. Dick move, whatever. Mm. I was like, whatever, man. I own every one of your albums on CD. Mm. This is my fifth time seeing you. And you can't even shake my hand and say day. Yeah. Okay, whatever. So we came out of the backstage. And we were in the front of the barrier in the VIP section while they were playing. Mm. Uh, but we got to watch In Flames play because they were supporting them. After the set, Anders comes down into the section to watch Lamb of God play. And I got to hang out with him. There's a photograph of it. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome as fuck. (laughs) So I got to meet Anders from In Flames at the Lamb of God gig and he was the nicest fucking guy. (laughs) And after seeing them live and then realizing how cool he was as a dude, I was like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. You guys are great, you know. And like, and in my involvement in the band, you know, goes comes and goes. Like, some of their stuff's really good. Some of us like, oh, okay, it's all right, you know. I'm mm-hmm. um, not like the most diehard fan, but the new album, I really like. Um, it does have a monomathiness to it, which I fucking love. Um, <laughs> if monotomarth isn't doing a good job of being a monomath at the moment, at least in flames, um, <laughs> I think it's a great album. Um The vocal hooks are there There's some really good shit in there I would probably give it a solid 7.5 to 8 goblins out of 10 Yeah Good album Especially for like A new one of the year It's not easy to start the year off early With an album You know No exactly Everyone launches them towards the end and They did good man Yeah They did good Yeah And uh Shout out to Anders from Inflames You're a fucking mad guy If you want to cover the podcast mm-hmm. Let us know <laughs> I would
1: say he lives in Sweden, but I'll probably ever, never bump into him, so.
0: <laughs> well, I was hoping when I went to Gothenburg that one time that I would find them, but I did not. <laughs> Honestly,
1: there is one band uh, member that I've actually ran into that is the guitarist from Meshuga, Because they they oh, are originate from Umeo, and I've lived in that area for quite some while. Where also Squidmar Miniatures is from.
0: Didn't your missus go to school with one of the guitarists from Sabaton? Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, tell t- tell her to get his number. Like, I'll we'll him on the
1: show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she won't- he won't reply
0: to her, but... <laughs> Damn. Worth a try. We can we'll try. send him feet pics on our behalf, he'll be in. Ugh. That's not gonna work. <laughs> no, our feet. Our feet. Not your girlfriend's. Ah. Not, we're not whoring your girlfriend out. we'll whore ourselves out
1: I don't think my hobbit feet would really work that well but you know
0: <laughs> me either bro I don't even have arches. how am I supposed to sell feet picks anyway <laughs> <laughs> so that's our uh, music thing for this week um, join us next week for an album that Obi's probably going to hate even more Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what it is yet but you're going to hate it <laughs> I don't even know if I'm gonna like it, but let's find <laughs> out. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll have to no, see. No, we it. will. Next 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 episode. Yeah. But Until then. As it is our first birthday, I believe we have some news that we promised earlier. Oh yeah. we told people to tune in later for. Exactly. Take it away, OB, you're the details guy. Oh yeah. Um well, it's
1: our first year, so why not do our very first actual contest where we're like
0: Asking you to
1: do something, to receive something. So, uh,
0: yeah, this won't be as easy as just saying, hello, give me a prize, like the last one. Exactly.
1: Uh, So we thought, uh, how about you just count how many times we said first in this episode, including that first. Oh, and that first shit it's an infinite loop isn't it oh fuck (laughs) oh wait no (laughs) (laughs) no
0: for first fuck 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 fuck. yeah
1: for real we thought that would be a real cool idea if people could make like fan art for the podcast so something that we could use as a design for something like a t-shirt or a mug or whatever if it would come to it
0: so we were talking about how to celebrate it and Obi, of course, and I went instantly to, oh, let's do a miniature painting contest. But I'm like, you know, not everyone that listens to this paints miniatures. Mm, yeah. And I want to see what else other people can do. Like, if you want to paint a miniature, go for gold. It has to be nice. The Hobby Table theme, though. yeah. But what we really want to see is what people can do when they have freedom with it. You know, can you paint? Mm. Are you... Uh, do you draw? Or do you... Um, do you make digital art? Do you make coffee cups? Like, what do you do? Yeah, yeah. Like, let's see you fucking do it. A man. Dragon
1: Ball Z style of us too. I mean, hell yeah. You want to? For do- the
0: record, I can't win our competition, so y'all are lucky. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you want to do an alternate logo design for
0: us? Fuck yeah, let's go. Um. Uh, yeah, you, you want to do me and Obi fighting with uh, paintbrushes in our hands? Yeah, yeah. let's go. Like whatever you wanna do, if you wanna make clay sculptures of us and take pictures, um just something nice, the hobby table themed. Yeah. We would love to see it as sort of a celebration of the podcast and this wonderful community that brings us all together.
1: Exactly. So it's open to anybody who can produce any kind of art, like two D art, digital art, painting a miniature uh hell even just a regular painting if you can make a 3d model of our night book, dude
0: whatever you can fucking yeah, think yeah. of if you're on a cricket machine and you want to make fucking crazy designs on that and put them on stuff go for gold yeah. you
1: know
0: it's it's gonna be good
1: whatever you can think of so you know like
0: yeah go for it i think it'd be rad what can you win though uh, we're yeah, yeah. Do we have prizes for this shit, or are we just encouraging people to yeah? Or you know, the, what are we giving away? No, no monetary
1: prizes, but we'll do like three, three pi- prizes at least. So the f- third prize, yeah. uh, will be just a sticker pack from the podcast, like our three stickers that we give to our patreons as well. Uh, yeah, those three s- designs yep. made by Bowen will be going your way, though, yep. for the third prize. You want... To-
0: he's kind of a big deal, okay? He's a graphic designer.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's hard going to be competing to- with him, so...
0: <laughs> I'm just going to say he's not allowed to enter either. Yeah. Because that's not really fair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: fair enough. You want to take the second prize?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Second prize will be a sticker pack plus some... um. A sticker pack with some like, you know, stickers like that, with a few others chucked in that Obi has later around. Um, and a Lego Cadian. Um, Obi has a couple of different loadouts for them, yeah, so you can choose your weapons. But basically, it's a little Lego minifigure, if I understand, like mm-hmm. a minifig that is a Cadian from Warhammer. I think that's really cool, yeah. Um, so Obi's willing to part ways with that as a a prize for this contest, oh, yeah.
1: And then finally, the first prize will be another sticker pack and a painted miniature by me. Uh, It's already a painted miniature, so I'm not taking requests for it. Uh, But the miniature in question is a Terminator Captain painted as an ultramarine. So it's one of those miniatures where I kind of push myself a little bit with doing a lot of highlights on the armor and... Painting a face, for example, is also one of the first things I did. And trying out freehanding, so you can... That was
0: actually a competition piece for you, wasn't it? You entered a little competition. Yeah. And I'll just go Yeah. With that. Exactly. So it's it's pretty cool. It's a nice model. Yeah, it's uh, um, a little good. But you know, if you're a fan, why wouldn't you want a hand-painted miniature from Obi up on your shelf? Exactly. And I'll send it out to you uh, anywhere in the world, so there you go yeah exactly and let us know if you want obi to lick it before he sends it to like <laughs> that can be done yeah. if you do that
1: yeah and uh league lad if you want like a bit of hair i can i can i can sacrifice like a little bit of a dreadlock somewhere yeah,
0: yeah. if you win Lee <laughs> challenges microphone drop challenges down you know <laughs> oh yeah but yeah get creative have fun with it guys you know Look at our logo. We have pretty set distinctive colours. Yep. So, you know, go for gold. I can't wait to see it.
1: Yeah, really excited to see what can come up from this.
0: And uh, if no one enters, Obi's going to send me the Ultramarine. And uh, we're just going to, I don't know, me- not do competitions anymore.
1: <laughs> Melt it down or something. I don't know what do you do with ultramarine? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'll, I'll um use him as basing material. Ah, perfect, perfect,
1: good. The only way to use an ultramarine.
0: That's right, the right way, face down.
1: <laughs> face down, ass yes. up. Oh, that's the way we like to make this podcast. Oh! That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. So the cutoff um, period for yeah. this is like two months. So you got like a lot of time. We'll we'll set a definite date somewhere in April. In the in the there will be a channel made for it, so
0: yeah,
1: put it in we're there. Are,
0: we're pretty indecisive, so I'll tell you what will actually happen is, it'll be going for quite a while. And then Obi and I'll be like, Oh, fuck we should buy in that uh contest, we like, know, yeah, let's put this date, yeah, so we'll get there, though. yeah, yeah, very yeah. ramshackle about our dates and such, exactly. But yeah, I, I want to see what you guys can do, I'm very excited. Yeah. Very excited.
1: I know there's a couple of people who are real creative with their stuff and can do a lot of different things
0: besides just Warhammer Yeah, so. fucking Earth, man. Fucking Earth. Um, awesome. So, and besides that, you know, all this lovely competition is going to be unfolding on our Discord. So come join us on our Discord. Um, Hang out, talk some shit. Um, if... <laughs> If our large collection of Americans currently gets too much, join another chat where it's a bit quieter Mm -hmm. and you can paint models and hang out. Yeah. I love all you guys, but, you know, a lot of people shouting about the same video game gets very loud. No hate. Mm. Hell, even
1: even three different games at the same time, so.
0: Oh, it's crazy. (laughs) But it is crazy, but there's also quiet places. So if you just want to come and chill, we have that too. Whatever you're into, we got it. Let's roll with it. Yep. So come join our our Discord. And, if you get a little bit of uh, entertainment for this, flick us a fucking coin, man. You okay? know, toss a coin to your p- patron the uh, podcasters. Mm. Because, you know, uh, without ongoing support, things like this don't happen. Um, we want to grow the podcast and keep getting bigger. Yeah. Uh, but it's not doable without support. So, to our patrons who already have, thank you. And to all of our future ones, get on it! Mm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, we really want to do some video content, so... Uh, that's a way to help yeah. us get there. Join the Patreon.
0: I assure you, I'm much funnier when you can see my face for the whole episode. <laughs> I make all sorts of dumb expressions, don't I? Maybe? And
1: when you accidentally stand up and revere a ball. Ball, whoa. What's that?
0: <laughs> whoa. That's only happened twice, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
1: but then it will be for the rest of the world.
0: That's right. That's right. We'll just get, like, a ball-shaped blur. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I can make, like, a cartoon ball sack or something.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Thanks for listening, guys, as always. And, uh, hopefully you listen for the next year. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, until next time, crank that air. Slay that gray. We are the knights nice of the hobby Table. Bye. See you later, guys.